0: But, yeah, so, it's similar. So, I'm not saying like that's a bad choice on your part. Are you telling in any me I way. broke the
1: rules? Is no, that what you're saying? That wasn't even a rule. Am I getting a wrist slap <laughs> just here? Be quiet. We had to have been there in the fall. <laughs> I thought we just had to have no, been there. No, we just
0: had to have been there. This is the final for
1: me. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 287. Nearly half of the gold ever mined has come from one place. Wit Sand, South Africa. Don't worry, Witwatersand's Sand's not on our top 12 fall destinations list, but that's a pretty sweet fact. I feel like a lot of times fall travel gets a bad rap. Everyone talks about traveling during the summer and what are your plans for the summer and where are you going? And then, of course, in the holidays, people travel all over to visit family and see each other during the holidays and Christmas and New Year's and things like that. But you've got this awesome season in the middle called fall that seems to get overlooked all the time. And I'm sick of it. And that is why we are doing our best fall destinations of 2017 because there are a lot of amazing places to go in the fall. And no matter when you're going and no matter where you're going, We recommend traveling with just a carry-on, and if you're going to do that, the best travel backpack out there is the Tortuga Outbreaker Backpack, the one that I have taken with me around the world multiple times. You can check that out by going to tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use the promo code EPOP, that's E-P-O-P, all capital letters, because that'll get you 10% off your entire order.
0: One, two, three. I'll show you
1: Show you London afternoon. And you feel your Dublin heart is burning? Yeah, well, you don't have. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts travel podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who now believes dreams really do come true, because she is getting a brand new kitchen. My wife and constant travel companion, Heather.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I mean, obviously... I have had other dreams in my life come true. Most of all, marrying you and starting a business together. Sure. sure. (laughs) We have a pretty uh, dream lifestyle, I think. But to top it all off, yes, we are finally getting a new kitchen in our 1860 row home. Uh, So it definitely... The kitchen isn't from 1860, but it's definitely from... 1980
1: maybe 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 yeah early 80s (laughs) it's been there a while and heather since we moved back in two years ago has been wearing me down
0: slowly but surely Uh, yeah
1: to the fact that now we are ready to get a new kitchen so we'll be putting a new kitchen in our house um yeah and uh It should be good. I'm excited too. Not near as excited (laughs) because of the price tag. But uh, that's what happens when you have to get something brand new and rip it all down. So we are getting a new kitchen in our house. We are not here to talk about new kitchens, nor our houses. We're here to talk about fall and the travel destinations that we think are the best fall travel destinations for this year, 2017. And we've done this for a few other seasons and we'll be doing this going forward. We did it in summer of 2017. We have our list there. Uh, we're doing it for fall 2017. We'll do it for winter 2017 as well. And then we'll go onwards um, into 2018. And we have a few rules for these
0: type of list podcasts. Rules used loosely because I'm sure one of us, or maybe both of us, We'll end up breaking these rules. Yeah. So, if you've you've never (laughs)
1: listened before, some of the rules include the fact that we do not know each other's lists ahead of time. So, that is a... That is true. That is a rule that That we actually do not break um, because it's more fun. So... As I hear Heather's best places in fall 2017, you'll be hearing them at the same time that I'm hearing them. So you get a a true reaction, uh, much like in the summer 2017 podcast. I won't ruin it for you, but my number one was pretty shocking to her.
0: Uh, Very shocking. So if
1: you haven't listened to that, um, you'll have to go back and listen to that at some point. But you'll be getting that true reaction. The other rules usually include the fact that we have had to have been to the place before. Except in today's podcast, we actually each gave ourselves a little leeway. And one of ours for each list is a place that we have not been to before. So there are going to be six each. One which we haven't been to and five which we have been to. So one
0: is kind of like a dream destination for us maybe in the fall.
1: Right. Right, and so so we'll get into this list right now. Um, for me, when I look at fall, and you can tell me Heth, you're thinking behind it too. So we'll give people a little peek behind the curtain here. For me, it kind of came down to three criteria when I look at where are places specifically go for going in the fall. What are what are the things I'm looking for? The first is that places that might be brutally hot in the summer that are starting to cool sure, down fair definitely enough. a consideration. Yeah. Another consideration that I had is places that are jam packed in the summer, but then they start to taper off in the fall. We're gonna probably use the term shoulder season a lot in this podcast. Yes.
0: Shoulder season is definitely one on my list as well of places that are more fun to visit when they're less crowded. Yeah,
1: because of course there's a lot of places we want to visit and we will do our we do our wish lists every year, and those are just our general places that we want to visit. But when you start breaking it down by seasons, yeah, I could go anywhere probably and be happy in the fall, but these are specific things I look for to, to narrow it down. And then the third criteria is uh, a place that has like great foliage, fall foliage or colors, or if there's like a specific reason for being there in the fall. And one of mine has a very, very specific reason that it only happens in the fall and we'll get to that. So those were kind mm, of my intriguing. three criterias, intriguing. the brutally hot and starts to cool down, the really, really packed mm. And the crowds taper off and or then the fall foliage or a specific reason to be there.
0: Right. And my my criteria was basically this when we discussed earlier today about doing this podcast three of these places immediately came into my mind because we'd been there in the fall and I thought they were some of the best trips we've ever had. So it was more just like an experience for me and that those locations are very nice in the fall. So kind of like your list, but just not categorized a little more gut reaction a more gut reaction like I was like yes I'm putting these three on for sure and then the other three I had to think about a little bit more but it didn't take me long to come up with this list
1: it took you a lot less time I've never actually seen you be as prepared and ready to go on a podcast <laughs> as this one you were like all right let's do that one and could have probably started talking yes. right away for some reason for me, this time it took me a little while, a little longer for preparation. So you were much more prepared and ready to go right off the bat. Well, I also than me.
0: think about this stuff a lot because I love lists. Well, I know you love lists too, but I'm yeah, I was always. Say. Everyone knows Travis loves lists, but I love travel destination like the top categories. <laughs> I, and I don't know if you like them as much as me. Like, I'm always clicking that clickbait on, you know, Pinterest or CN Traveler. Sure. Like, yes, this is where I want to go in 2017 because I just, I don't know, it really psychs me up.
1: So you're primed and we're primed to get into this before we give you our top 12 travel destinations for fall 2017. I would be remiss if I did <laughs> not ask you, is there any honorable mentions on your list?
0: Of course, there is one honorable mention. And if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that, you know, my heart somewhat lies in this general region of the United States because I was born there and we visit there often. And it's pretty spectacular for fall foliage. I mean, people go here all the time. And that would be... New England. New England, yes, is my honorable mention. Specifically, New Hampshire, uh, Vermont, or Maine. Obviously, any of those three are going to be amazing. But New Hampshire is where I spend a lot of time in the fall because there's the White Mountains, and there's this highway called the Kangamangus Highway, which is like super fun to say. And it's just this small highway that goes through the mountains, and there's tons of beautiful fall foliage and there's hiking trails and it's it's just really beautiful um it's not usually too cold up there at that time yet so it's more manageable than going to new england say in january for sure (laughs) when i often visit because it's my mom's birthday so definitely september october november is getting a little late for that
1: and when we're looking at the fall i'm I'm breaking fall into basically September, October. Oh, maybe a little bit beginning of November. But to me, fall is September, October. Yes. So when we're talking fall, you know, we're talking Northern Hemisphere. We're in the U.S. So for us, this is September, oh, October. Oh,
0: one of my destinations is not in the Northern Hemisphere. That's
1: totally fine. I'm not saying I'm saying <laughs> we're talking fall in the ne- fall yes. season in the Northern Hemisphere. Yes. September, October, maybe a touch in November. I have an honorable mention that's very much in line with yours, the fact I'd never want to be there in January, even though I did live there in January, and this got me a lot of ribbing last time we did this show, but my honorable mention is Ithaca, New York, An absolutely gorgeous, (laughs) gorgeous little town and some of the best foliage that you can get. Just make sure that you get there in September or early October because it starts to get cold really, really quickly. So head there in September. I have also been
0: there in in the fall. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Give me New Hampshire over that anyway, though. That's
1: my honorable mention. All right. (laughs) Let's get into our actual list now that we're into the episode. A good eight and a half minutes. Our actual list here. Starting with your number six.
0: So our number sixes are both places we've never been to. Yes. And my number six may not come as a surprise to anyone who's listened to other top lists of mine, and that is Morocco, because I I have never been there. I think that the fall, like September, October, is a nice time to go, because... It stays pretty moderate all year long, but the summer is especially hot in Morocco, and I was checking the temperature averages for September and October, and it's, you know, 70s to 80s during the day and the low 60s at at night, so I think that sounds very pleasant and like an awesome time to visit.
1: Morocco find its way on your list. Every, that's another thing. I, I, maybe maybe you'll just have to keep wearing me down on yeah. Morocco as much as you do on New Kitchen. Then we'll go to Morocco. <laughs> not that I don't want to go to Morocco. I know. it just it never just
0: seems doesn't to, happen. It just never seems to happen. Yeah, I don't know, but it will. Maybe 2018. All maybe right.
1: my number <laughs> six again. This is we kind of kept number six as the places we have the place we have not been. So it's hard to rank it if you haven't been it. There versus if you have my number six is Transylvania in Romania. Oh my gosh. Also on my list quite often. So unique. And can you just picture I I, this in my head is what Transylvania is like. We're just going through these beautiful fall forests and there's these huge castles up on the mountain, and we're trekking through and the leaves are crunching under our shoes, and we're just in this dense Romanian forest is how I see Transylvania. In the fall. So just, for me,
0: I don't know. It seems spooky. Like the name Transylvania, you know, connotates this spookiness. And then you're there in the fall and that's like Halloween time. And I'm just
1: picturing, I don't know. It's, I'm picturing New England with castles <laughs> and more off the beaten path. That's what Transylvania okay, so, in the fall seems like to me. So if you've been to Transylvania. That would
0: be pretty epic, I guess. Yeah, that
1: would be awesome. Uh reach out. You are, again as we do these list <laughs> ones, we'd love to hear your feedback. Let us know what are your top fall destinations twenty seventeen at Travis Sherry at Sarturo Stripe on you can Twitter.
0: Always count on Travis for some eclectic picks. There
1: we go. Number five. The, now we're getting into the these next ten, five from each of us, are places that we have been before. So what's your number five? So
0: my number five is, again, not a typical like fall foliage type of place. Um, It's more tropical than that. And that is Thailand because we actually went there in November, at the beginning of November. And one of the main reasons we wanted to go at that time is because we wanted to see the Lantern Festival, which was Amazing, like seriously, so cool! The Yiping Lantern Festival. And just so you know, if you do want to see the Yiping, I think that's how you say it, Lantern Festival, you need to book ahead because there's like two festivals. One's like a private festival for locals, which is free, and then the other one is more the tourist one, which I think is bigger. But you have to buy tickets in advance and they sell out and it's like really crazy. Uh, When we went, we were unaware of this. So we almost missed out on it. But we somehow managed to um, sneak into the festival, which was pretty epic and fun. And it was beautiful. And Thailand's beautiful, you know, just because it's an awesome place to visit. But if you really want to see that Lantern Festival... It was one of the coolest experiences, I think, that we've had.
1: I totally forgot about the Ping Lantern Festival. I, Thailand could be on my list any season, any time, because if you guys have listened to this before, you know how much we love Thailand. And a lot of you have gone to Thailand, maybe because we've talked about it, or you've certainly told us that you've gone and tweeted us and sent us emails. So you know we love Thailand. I forgot Ping was in the fall. It is one of the coolest things we've ever done. Definitely try to get tickets. If not, then just act like you know what you're doing and walk right in, uh, (laughs) which is what we did. But that is a really good point and something that I didn't think of. Was that one of the three that popped into your head right away when we...
0: Actually, no. Okay. So we still
1: got three like right gut reaction, your your, um, ones that came right in your head. My number five is a place that falls in that category of it's much better in shoulder season because you don't lose... Actually, for this place, it's better in shoulder season for two reasons. One, there's way less tourists, but two, nothing that you do in the city do you lose if it's not the summer, and that is Paris. Interesting. So there are certain places that you'd you'd rather be in the summer because you want to be on the beach and the Mm -hmm. water's warmer and things like that. Even if it's crushed with tourists, it might be worth it to go in the summer versus when it's a little cooler. Paris, not the case. Everything that you're doing is basically going, especially if you're in September or early October, it's going to be nice weather, even probably better weather than it would be if it's hot in August. And there's just way less crowds. The Parisians are back. A lot of times if you go in August, a lot of the people who live in Paris are traveling. So it's it's a lot of tourists and not much of the quote-unquote normal life um, of Parisians. So going in September, early October, highly recommend it. Paris is number five because... I have a love-hate relationship with that city. (laughs) It's magical and gorgeous and everything you imagine it should be. And it's also dirty, busy, expensive, and annoying. So I definitely recommend if you're going to go, fall to me is the best time to go. I
0: agree. There's no real reason to go in the summer unless that's the only time you have available to go. But I I would say September, October is beautiful. And we were also there in May before. And that was nice. But it it still tended to be cooler in May and April. And so I feel like the shoulder season of the fall rather than the spring is a little bit more moderately temperature.
1: Yeah. So Paris, my number five. Yeah,
0: Paris. Surprising. That surprises me for sure. Uh, My number four is one of the ones that popped into my head right away. And it's Colorado, but I guess the place that we were in specifically in September was Breckenridge. And it was just stunning, absolutely stunning. I mean, we did a couple road trips through the mountain passes in September. And when the Aspen started turning yellow, it I don't know. It was maybe better than New England because it was like... The it just... was better than New England. <laughs> New England has lots of colors. You know, it has the oranges and the reds and the yellows. But in Colorado, it was just all these evergreen trees and then all just yellow aspens. And it's very striking. And of course, the mountains are bigger and better and all of that.
1: <laughs> There's a reason that Breckenridge, Colorado is on my list at number three, so Is we could it? talk okay, about it now. Sure. But why it's on my list, and why New England isn't, and that's because the foliage, like the aspens, are better to me than the fall foliage in New England. It we had never experienced it before. We took a car. We had a BMW with a sunroof in it uh, that for a place that we were house sitting with, and we took the car <laughs> and just drove through these passes, and I just held my like I was out of the sunroof. Yeah.
0: I was just, driving at this was point. was <laughs> driving.
1: Just taking it all in and just filming with our iPhones like what it was like. It, it, the, it's magic. Yeah. The, it's magic. The vibrancy of the colors, even for someone like me who's colorblind. I can't imagine what it looks like for regular people. It's absolutely stunning. Colorado is super fun. Again, for us, we we're saying Breckenridge, Vail, Aspen, any of those mountain towns up in Colorado incredible in the fall and another benefit of colorado in the fall is that it's two main seasons obviously winter is the huge one especially if you're near breck if you're in breck or vale or anything like that where everyone's coming to ski but they also get really busy nowadays in the summer for mountain biking and hiking and things like that so if you can catch it in between the seasons prices are going to be much much cheaper and they always, especially in Breck, have amazing, amazing, everyone knows I like happy hours. They have amazing, amazing happy hour and specials really where you're do. eating at really expensive restaurants that for dinner would be $30, 40 $50 bucks an entree. You're getting great food on happy hour prices. It's a fantastic place to be in the fall. So Absolutely. Breckenridge, Colorado is my number three. So we And we're let gonna- me
0: just say specifically that the one drive that we did was the Breas Pass which was an awesome drive. And then another one we did was the um, the one the that Divide. You, the, yeah, the,
1: the Continental Divide. The yeah, one you pick the up in Georgetown divide, and divide. drive it through. I don't know. Just get on any of those roads. You'll yeah. have no idea where you are. <laughs> you, eventually, you'll get out to a highway or a major road, and you'll have to find out how to get back to the mountain towns. But, yeah, get up in the mountains and just start driving around. And if you can, stay up there and hike. Take a and,
0: picnic lunch.
1: Take a bike out if you like mountain biking. Tons of that to do. Um, that's my number three. So when we get to my number, we'll get to number three, we've already talked about Breckenridge, Colorado. <laughs> so great minds think alike there. My number four is Mexico, and the reason that Mexico is so great, this falls in that category of possibly brutally hot in the summer, mm-hmm. starts to cool down. This could be on the list for winter as well, but fall is a sweet spot in that it, it can not that it gets cold in mexico but it can get cold enough that maybe the outside air temperature will make you not want to swim depending on where you are in mexico now i'm talking about cancun specifically in that area because that's where we've been but mexico as a whole obviously has a lot of different climates and and ranges in temperature but in the fall cancun and the beach areas are nice And then, of course, if you get into the cities and Mexico City and things like that, it's still very nice weather. So for me, Mexico, great place to go in October, especially if you live somewhere that's starting to get cold in October. So if you're up in any of the northern states or anything like that in the U.S., if you're up in Canada and starting to get cold in October and you want a little respite, head on down, hang out in Mexico great place to be in the fall because it's not near as crazy hot as it is yeah. in the summer.
0: And we we love Mexico. And I have to say that it's probably cheaper in October than it would be in winter because so many people want to go in the winter. Like we've we've looked at going in January, bef- January, and February before it was so expensive. I mean, for resort type stuff. I'm sure if you right. just went, you know.
1: Everyone thinks of going to Mexico, oh, I'm going to go in January or February cuz I want to escape the gross weather in you know wherever you live sure and that that's a great time to go to Mexico as well but this yeah you'll hit that nice cheap season and there's going to be tacos every single time you go down doesn't matter what season <laughs> so go down for the tacos stay for the nice weather and the beaches and the cities and things like that Mexico my cool. number 4
0: So my number 3 is Italy for a similar reason that you chose Paris and I guess you could go anywhere in Italy and it would be less crowded and beautiful in th- in fall, in September, October, November. But we were specifically in Tuscany for two weeks at the end of October. And I just have to say that we had the best time there. We had an Airbnb, a Tuscan farmhouse on a dirt road about an hour outside of Florence. And... We specifically wanted to get a lot of work done while we were there. So we worked... Which didn't but, really
1: happen as much because the internet was awful. Yeah,
0: the internet wasn't great. That's but fine. We,
1: we More did, wine, we less did, work.
0: <laughs> we did do some work when we did um, some filming of videos. And then we, we just went around Tuscany and visited these little towns. And we went into Florence for a few days. So, I mean, you could just do Tuscany or you could choose to do Rome because it'll be a lot less crowded. Venice, whatever you want to do in Italy. But we did Tuscany... It was amazing. It was very relaxing. And the weather was fantastic. It was not... I mean, we were getting Sun into November because we were there for my birthday, October 29th. And, you know, a light jacket is all I needed. It wasn't too freezing cold. It was just a really nice time to be in Italy.
1: It was always sunny. It was great temperature because you could have... I guess you could have pulled off shorts if you wanted. Typically long pants and a light shirt. Was perfect. Yeah. And as you mentioned, the crowds, this then falls in that jam-packed in the summer and starts to taper off for sure. We were also in Italy in January, and if you want to avoid the crowds, great (laughs) time to go. There's like hardly anyone in the city. Right, right. It's like 40 times less people in January, but it does start to get pretty cold then. So again, we're trying to find the best places that fall in this in-between section, and yeah, Italy was great and the weather was great in the fall. There's substantially less people, but it's not it's not freezing cold or anything like that. So, you'll hit it at a good time if you're there in September, October, as Heather mentioned, even even into depending where you are, mid mid November.
0: Yeah, especially if you're going to Rome or south in Rome because it definitely stays warmer, you know, yeah. the further south you get.
1: My number three, we already mentioned Breckenridge, Colorado. So now we're to your number two.
0: My number two. Speeding right ahead. My number two is Scotland. <laughs> Travis just like shaking his head in an interested, I, perplexed way.
1: Okay. I'm so, interested to hear what you have to say here. Okay.
0: Well, last September, we were in Scotland in the middle of September and It was a great trip. The the thing with Scotland and also Ireland is because their climate is so unpredictable, even in the summer, it's not necessarily warm. You know, you might need some jackets and sweaters even in the summer. So why not go in the fall when things are a little bit cheaper? There's a lot less people going around. And I don't know. We went to the Isle of Skye. What was it like September... Middle of September. Middle of September. I mean, it was awesome. I th- I thought it was beautiful. So you're beautiful. thinking of
1: the one amazing day we had in the Isle of Skye, which <laughs> I agree was one of the most fantastic days we've had traveling. If you listen to our recap episode of, 20, of 2016, we both mentioned that as being one of our favorite days of the year. It was fantastic. However, that was one out of five days that we were in Scotland. The other four... If you remember going out to the castle and getting completely rained on on the drive out to Sky, mm-hmm. yep. it was we were sitting in the wigwam. Actually, the day that we were on the Isle of Sky, that was really beautiful. We got back at five p.m., and by five thirty, it was a deluge or deluge. deluge I think is the right <laughs> way to say it, of rain just yeah. beating down on this wigwam. I thought we were going to get blown away. Not that rain has to is is a bad thing. I just it was pretty. Un, as you said, unpredictable, and I know it's unpredictable all the time, but it was... Uh, the weather got a little crazy.
0: Okay. So, I mean, maybe summer is absolutely the best time to go to Scotland. I don't know. But like I said... We it's had a not, fantastic time. It's not a sunny be- right. place. You know, and I wouldn't recommend going there in the winter because you're not going to have very much sunlight and it's going to be even worse weather, probably. Sure. So I don't know. I think. If so you, Scotland's tagline,
1: go in, go go in, in the so, fall because it's better than winter.
0: Because <laughs> it's better than That's winter.
1: That's your tagline for Scotland. <laughs> no! no. I'm just picking on you. It, it was, we were there and we had a great time and you really don't know what type of weather you're going to get and you make the best of it. I mean, we spent a few days in Edinburgh, which was awesome, and in, uh, a few days in Glasgow and some of the days were nice and some weren't but we still walked around and we still enjoyed it. So,
0: yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Norway. We were in Norway in August and you know, I had to buy a down jacket. So, it's kind of one of those places that you just you're not need ever to going for the weather yeah, because you never know really if it's going to be weather. great weather. I, if you want sunny weather. Yeah. Okay.
1: Scotland. So. I this is why I love not talking about it beforehand because yeah, I, mean, I would never want to talk you out of an answer yeah. and I I agree that You've made some valid points. I just am shocked that that was on the list. My number two, there are a few reasons behind this, but there is one main reason, and that's because the event, just like you talked about, the Yiping Lantern Festival in Chiang Mai, Thailand.
0: Oh, I think I know what this is.
1: There's an event that only happens in the fall.
0: Is it Oktoberfest?
1: It is Oktoberfest. So my number two is Bavaria. We could say Germany as a whole, but let's, let's niche it down a little bit. And if you are going to Germany as a whole and you want to go to Berlin, definitely get there earlier in September, because it's going to start getting cold in Berlin pretty, you know, it gets cold quickly. And we love Berlin. Berlin was Berlin, on our list of best places to go in the awesome. summer. So yeah. you get there early September, mid-September when it's still nice. Great. But let's niche it down a little bit and say Bavaria and Munich, that region of Germany in the fall. Beautiful, beautiful landscape. Much. I was living in Switzerland in the fall um, and Switzerland is beautiful. And, you know, it's, it's similar feel when you get up there.
0: I wouldn't know because I've actually never been to this part of Germany and I've never been to Oktoberfest. Tough life. Um, But
1: yeah, yeah. the main reason is the fact that Oktoberfest, which happens, you know, this is a little bit of a misnomer, misconception, happens all over Germany in a bunch of towns. But the big one is the one, and the one that you hear about all the time is the one that is in Munich. That's the biggest one. And it is is one of the few things in my life that I went to with super, super high expectations. And then it blew those expectations away. You know, sometimes you go to say, like, Oh, this will be pretty good. And then it's really awesome. A lot of things do that. This, I went in thinking, I will absolutely love this. I hope it lives up to it. And not only did it live up to it, it blew away all the expectations I had. So much fun the people are so nice it's just it's a crazy atmosphere yeah it's a crazy atmosphere in the best ways and not that everyone's getting crazy and rowdy and and fighting or anything like that people get crazy and rowdy but in such a joyous fun (laughs) loving way it's incredible so i spent three days at oktoberfest in munich the last three days of oktoberfest another misnomer most of Oktoberfest not in October. Yeah, it's most in of it's September, in September.
0: So just be aware.
1: Be aware. It runs for three, I believe, three whole weeks, and usually the last weekend, the last couple of days, fall in October. But most of the festival is actually in September. So if you're going to Oktoberfest, make sure you look at the dates, and you're probably going to want to get over there in September. But Um, outside of just, you know, Oktoberfest, which is a reason to go in its own right. And I highly, highly recommend it. Even if you don't love drinking a lot of beer, totally fine. It's a great environment, great food. It's just really fun to see. But the region as a whole will have beautiful weather and there's so much to do in Bavaria. And we talked about castles and stuff like that in Transylvania. Well, that's one of the regions that you have some of the best castles, you know, in the world around there. So Bavaria in Germany my number two top fall destination of 2017
0: yeah that's a great one that's that's a really good pick I'm surprised that's not number one honestly which makes me even more intrigued to know your number one except it'll probably be something obscure and weird so I
1: I'm a little worried we're actually <laughs> gonna have the same number one because I, well, I don't know give us your number one we'll see okay. if it is I, right. this is surprising to me that's not on your list yet so I to, in my mind, it has to be your number one. Really? Yes.
0: Okay. Well, is your number one also Cape Town, South Africa? No. Get out. Not at all. Get mine, out.
1: I'll give you. I'll let you talk about your number one, okay. and then I'll give you mine.
0: This I'm really interested as to what you thought mine was going to be. But anyway, my number one is Cape Town South Africa because we went there in September and we had a fantastic time. The weather was generally pretty good. It was a little more on the chilly side because, you know, it is the Southern Hemisphere. So it's more their spring getting into summer. I suppose their summer really starts end of November, December time. But I, I don't think it's, really a swimming destination when you go to South Africa because we were at a lot of the the beaches and Great white yeah there's a lot of sharks there and it's just the water temperature never really gets to be a comfortable level so you're you not, forget
1: how far it's south down you there. are yeah. it
0: is really far south so if you if you're if your goal isn't to go to the beach then I say September, October, November is a great time to go because it's before the super crazy busy tourist season. We stayed in the wine country area of Stellenbosch at Vredenberg Manor, one of the cutest, best accommodations we've ever stayed at. And they're like, oh, in January, February, we're booked solid, you know, months and months and months in advance. And, you know, we when we stayed there, it was really affordable and I think it, sometimes we were the only people at that little B&B at the time. But.
1: Yeah, it was probably like 15 rooms on the estate. And I think at least for two of the five nights, we were the only three people there. Because Heather, her sister, and I. So we had run of the place. They made us dinners and breakfast it was Mm -hmm. awesome it was as if we had our own country man yeah and some
0: days really felt like summer you know a couple days we were definitely wearing shorts or you know light tops and then other days they're a little colder and we had on sweaters or things like that but it wasn't i mean i wasn't as cold in cape town as i was in norway in august so there was more sunny days I just thought it was a great time to go. And it seemed like things were a little bit cheaper, wasn't so crowded. It was one of the best trips we've ever been on. So It is my favorite city in the world. When you said the top destinations, okay, where I thought in my head, where have I been in September and October that I've absolutely loved? And Cape Town was like the very first one that I thought of.
1: Yeah, I don't want to (laughs) spoil anything because... When we do our top winter destinations, not that I've thought this far ahead, of course, but that could be on there because it's a great place to go if you want to get away from winter. So, I don't know. Maybe it won't be. We'll see. But I wasn't really thinking Cape Town for some reason, even though when we did our Top Cities in the World podcast... Cape Town was my number one yeah, city in the world. Yeah, love Cape and Town I so much. so I want to go back very bad. So I really thought it was
0: going to be your number All one. All right, let's get
1: on a plane. Here we go. Fall <laughs> in Cape Town. Might be tough with uh with Heth being six months pregnant, six and a half months pregnant. Yeah. Might not want to take that uh, 20-some no, hour maybe plane not. ride. My number one starts with a C as well. And I thought for sure this would be your number one. And that is Croatia.
0: Croatia. So
1: we both have number ones at the other
0: <laughs> loves.
1: So for me, that's um, funny. Croatia. We talk again, the shoulder season is perfect time to be in Croatia, whether okay. you're shouldering it from spring into summer or, or summer into fall, because sure. Croatia would be great in the summer. We actually have never been in the, in the summer, but what's great about Croatia is it's mild enough that in the spring and or in the fall, the water is a little colder. But you can go, and even Heather went in. You know, I would yeah, go we in all the time. We were there in
0: May, and I went swimming quite a few times. Right.
1: So the weather's very nice, and the and by you know you're always wearing shorts and things like that. Anyway, but the water is actually nice enough to swim in, and you don't get just the crazy magnitude of cruise ships coming into port. Dropping, pe- I mean, you still get that because when we were there in May, you still got that. But they told us, "Do not come July and August." It's it's ten times it's as just crazy. Crushed. I mean, there's ten times as many cruise ships coming in, dropping people off. So, to me, there's no real reason to go to Croatia in the summer. I'd suggest you either go in the spring or the fall. And um, you know, for all the reasons we love Croatia, it makes a great fall destination as well. Weather is beautiful. You're going to be able to swim anyway. It's going to be the shoulder seasons, so you're going to get great prices. It's already fairly cheap for Western Europe, so you're going to get good price on accommodations. The food is fantastic. You're going to get fresh seafood, some of the best calamari we've ever had in our life mm-hmm. at multiple places Absolutely. there.
0: Absolutely. Such Scenery good Scenery is
1: gorgeous. The beaches are gorgeous. Everything we love about Croatia, which is basically what I just mentioned, is still there in the fall and still able to be accessible, and it's just not jammed with people. So for me Croatia one of our favorite places in the world and definitely my top destination yeah, for fall 2017
0: one. and shocking to me
1: I was surprised you didn't bring this up and it didn't make your list because we've actually talked about doing a baby moon And going to Croatia in the very beginning of September, which would fall in the fall season, end of summer, early fall. So I thought for sure, oh, we've been talking about this a lot. This is going to be her number one. We're going to have a crossover. So I'm really glad we didn't.
0: Well, like I said, when I was thinking of this list, the reason it was so easy for me was because I, I just thought, where have we actually been in September or October? And those were on those were my five because
1: right and croatia we haven't which, actually which is, been in the fall no. we were there in the spring which is very similar but yeah so, it's
0: similar so i'm not saying like that's a bad choice on your part are you in telling any me i broke the
1: rules is no that, saying? that
0: wasn't even a am rule am i getting a wrist slap <laughs> here be quiet. we had to have been there in the fall i thought
1: we just had to have no, been there we just
0: had to have been there but the reason it was so easy for me is because i thought okay where have we been in september and october and were they good trips and all of them were some of my favorite trips sure. so it was just like okay i know exactly what i'm going to say about these places i don't know maybe we just we just luck out when we travel Two amazing spots, and we just always have fun together. So There you go. It's really hard to come up with lists.
1: Uh, yeah. It's hard. We're just
0: so lucky. <laughs> it's probably
1: harder to cut things off lists yeah. and to pair lists down than actually come up with spots. So there you have it. Those are our top 12 fall destinations of 2017. We'll run through them really quickly. Your honorable mention. New England. Mine was Ithaca, New York.
0: Of course. Number six for me, Morocco.
1: And mine was Transylvania.
0: Number five, Thailand. Paris. Number four, Colorado.
1: Mine was Mexico.
0: Number three, Italy, specifically Tuscany.
1: My number three was Breckenridge, Colorado, or any mountain town in there. You're going to be happy with any of them.
0: Number two, Scotland.
1: For me, it was Bavaria, Germany. Munich, specifically for Mm -hmm. Oktoberfest.
0: Number one for me, Cape Town, South Africa. And
1: for me, it was Croatia. So there you guys have it. Those are our top fall, 12 fall destinations of 2017. If you want to argue about it, if you want to tell us we're wrong, if you want to tell us you're right, if you want to tell us where you're going or what you like, whatever you want to say to us, let us know, tweet us. We've been getting a little more activity. As I've been mentioning, people should tweet us. So that's cool. We love interacting that way. At Pack of Peanuts.
0: At Sertorial Stripe
1: at Sarturo Stripe. You can tweet us. You can follow us on Instagram, at Pack of Peanuts, at, at Heather, Heather Sherry. Sherry. Lots of ways. We've we'll been doing a lot more on social media. It's super fun. And uh, even just today, I had a bunch of tweets and people tweeting at me. It's just a really cool way to interact. So let us know um, if you like this podcast. Kind of give us your thoughts too, because we're always looking for new places. I actually put out on Facebook that I was looking for options for baby moons, and someone put in Gdansk, poland
0: i know and i thought so random yeah
1: matt who we met at a conference is awesome he put that in there and he put some pictures up at the beach and i thought oh all right now <laughs> i've got a new thing that i can start crushing on a new travel crush gdansk poland so um let us know we always want to hear your opinions too because a lot of you have been to some amazing places so let us know some of your favorites especially if it's for fall of 2017 and uh don't forget as well if you are traveling No matter where you're going, and you want a good travel backpack, shout out to our sponsors, Tortuga Backpacks. They've got some new stuff coming out shortly as well. Of course, they have their Outbreaker Backpack, which was named the number one travel backpack in the world by Wirecutter Magazine, or magazine, I guess it's an online magazine. One of my favorite review sites to read, actually. I love Wirecutter. Named Tortuga Backpacks, the best travel backpack. So you can get 10% off anything with Tortuga by going to tortugabackpacks.com and using promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters that'll get you 10% off also if you want to find out about any of the stuff we talked about you want to find the show notes for this you can go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows you can find all 280 plus episodes there you can find them on iTunes you can find them on Stitcher but all the show notes live on our website extrapackofpeanuts.com slash shows you can find them there wow thank you for joining us today everyone Really appreciate it. Thanks for the support as always. That keeps us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. And until next time,
0: happy free travels.